is the daily podcast from St. Paul's Knightsbridge, an invitation to pause for not more than 10 minutes each day to think, to reflect, and to pray. This week, as the Church finishes the week of prayer for Christian unity, we reflect together on notions of unity as God's gift and God's will. On Monday, Phil Davis introduced us to the idea of Dietrich Bonhoeffer's classic definition of cheap grace. That's the idea that somehow blessings are thrown away at cut price. Grace, to use Bonhoeffer's own words, is represented as the church's inexhaustible treasury, from which she showers blessings with generous hands without asking questions or fixing limits. It's a lovely idea, grace without price, grace without cost. We suppose that the essence of grace is that the account has been paid in advance, and because it's been paid in advance, everything can be had for nothing. I suppose, in simple terms, Bonhoeffer was pushing back against the idea that our Christian faith and commitment expects nothing from us, but is merely gift to us. Right at the heart of the Christian charisma, it is a vitally important theological assertion that we do not save ourselves. Indeed, the Gospel constantly draws us back into a deep sense of our dependency on God, God's initiative and goodness in giving us life, and in Christ, new life. Our Christian instinct, by contrast, seems to be to believe that it is all down to us, that we, in our grandiosity, are the authors of life and salvation. We believe in all sorts of fantasies rooted in us and our potency, growth without limit, infinite human capacity, only repeatedly to be thrown back into realising that we are far less sophisticated, creative and achieving in reality than we are in our dreams. Somewhere in the midst of this mixed experience of life and fantasy, we are invited to embrace our agency and our responsibility. It's neither true that we can do everything, nor that we need do nothing. The question is, what is it that we can properly take responsibility for? Unity, in some theological accounts, is achieved by God in Christ and requires no effort. But in truth, spiritually and practically, it requires huge efforts to become part of the body of Christ with any degree of authenticity. Yes, of course, it's through grace in baptism that we become part of the body of Christ. But really belonging means dying to ourselves, dying to our pride, dying to our desire to do our own thing, dying to that fantasy that we are somehow unique, special and all-important. By contrast, we are invited to give other people their proper and due place. We are invited to allow them to occupy that place, free from envy and free from our judgment of them, free from our condemnation. 
In earlier podcasts this week, we've spoken about the inevitability of difference and indeed about the desirability of difference in enabling us to grow. But to be enabled to take advantage of the opportunity that difference presents in terms of our growth, we need to be able really to embrace it and address it. And when people are a bit different from us, that's not too difficult. But when people are almost totally different from us, really different from us, it is in all honesty much harder. It's much easier to feel that very different people are our enemies rather than being people we are called to love. Jesus Christ calls us, St Paul says, into one body. And more, he calls us to love one another as he loves us. He calls us to step into that mystery of being one body, one community of love with one faith and one shepherd. It's not an invitation to fusion and the eradication of difference. It is absolutely, as we've already said, not an invitation to edit difference out of the picture. It is an invitation to step into a community in which we will gladly pay the price of enduring people who are different from us and more, spending time with people we would normally not choose to spend time with but can and must, people who in other circumstances we might not give the time of day to but in the church have to with all the psychological anguish, the discomfort and the simple irritation that flows from difference and from engaging and embracing it as necessary cost. To make this possible, we need above all the faith the Church professes. Without it, we will not find the energy to believe that we are called to be one body. With faith, I'm afraid, we have no choice. Who are the people you find different and challenging? And are you prepared to pay the price to love them in Christ? That price is the cost of unity. And join me tomorrow, Friday, for the last of these reflections on Christian unity.